presented by Pharma. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Carrie Tabor. It's Tuesday, and here's the question. How will Trump endorse candidates fare in their primaries today? This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. It's primary day in West Virginia and Nebraska. Here's what to watch for. Like last week's contest in Ohio, the action is mostly on the Republican side. And the main drama is about former President Donald Trump. In West Virginia, GOP incumbents Representatives Alex Mooney and David McKinley are facing each other in a congressional primary because the state lost a seat after redistricting. The biggest policy differences are that McKinley voted for the bipartisan infrastructure bill and Mooney did not. Mooney's biggest endorsement is Trump, while McKinley's biggest endorsements come from Republican Governor Jim Justice and Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who strongly backed the infrastructure bill. Here's what our favorite West Virginian, Meredith McGraw, writes about the race. McKinley has represented West Virginia's first district since 2011. Mooney has represented the second district since 2015. According to ProPublica, Both congressmen have voted the same 87% of the time in Congress, and both have shown support for Trump. But McKinley clearly crossed the line with Trump for two votes. His support for the creation of a January 6th commission to investigate the riots on Capitol Hill, and his vote for the bipartisan infrastructure deal. Mooney has a leg up in the state with a Trump endorsement, but he's been dogged with allegations he's a carpetbagger and is currently facing ethics investigations. McKinley, meanwhile, has touted his lifelong ties to the state and has worn his vote for infrastructure as a badge of honor when campaigning, even though it cost him any chance of a Trump endorsement and opened the door to attacks from the MAGA base. And in Nebraska, Charles Herbster, Jim Pillen, and State Senator Brett Lindstrom are the three top GOP primary candidates running to replace term-limited Governor Pete Ricketts. The national implications of the race revolve mostly around Trump's endorsement of Herbster, who has been accused of sexual assault by eight different women. Politico's Zach Montalaro writes, The race has been a proxy battle between former President Donald Trump and the outgoing governor, who have endorsed candidates on opposite sides in this contest. Trump is backing longtime ally Herbster, memorably described in a Politico headline as a bull semen baron while Ricketts is behind Jim Pillen, a member of the University of Nebraska Board of Regents. Those two men, alongside State Senator Brett Lindstrom, are all viable candidates to win the party's nomination, and effectively the governorship, because Solid Red Nebraska won't be competitive in November. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, the president will receive the president's daily brief. At 11.30 a.m., Biden will deliver remarks about fighting inflation. At 2 p.m., Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with Italian PM Mario Draghi in the Oval Office. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 2.30 p.m. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. to take up Ann Phillips' nomination to lead the Maritime Administration. With a vote at 11.45 a.m., along with a cloture vote on Asmerit Asifal Burhe's nomination as director of the Energy Department's Office of Science. After a recess from 12.30 p.m. to 2.15 p.m. for weekly conference meetings, the chamber will vote on Burhe's nomination at 2.30 p.m. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines and Lieutenant General Scott Barrier 
director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, will testify before the Armed Services Committee at 9.30 a.m. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will testify before the Banking Committee at 9.45 a.m. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will testify before an Appropriations Subcommittee at 10 a.m. The Foreign Relations Committee will hold a hearing at 2.30 p.m. on nominations including Bridget Brink as Ambassador to Ukraine. The House will meet at 2 p.m. to take up many bills, including several focused on Ukraine and Russia, with votes postponed until 6.30 p.m. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will testify before an Appropriations Subcommittee at 1 p.m. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kara Tabor. Have a good Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. We need to make the cost of medicine more predictable and affordable. Government price setting is the wrong way. The right way means covering more medicines from day one, making out-of-pocket costs more predictable, and sharing negotiated savings with patients at the pharmacy counter. More at pharma.org slash better way.